today, we're beginning our Amuna class. Yeah, we're starting the YouTube, Facebook Live, the questions will be on Instagram. We're going live now. Time, Shalosh, go. Okay, welcome everybody to our Rav Shalom Arush Koyu Anei, translated by this week. What a special guest, Rabbi Ralph Cohen. Everyone say Shalom. And we're very happy to have this special guest, Mordechai Ben Avram. We're going to introduce him with a nice video. And we're going to introduce him later again with some wonderful questions which he's prepared for the Rav. And we'd like to begin our fourth, would you believe it? We've already had four Q&As with the Rav. This is our fourth. And we'd like to start with wonderful feedback, appreciated. And we ask for you to contact us on all our different platforms and continue to send through your wonderful feedbacks. And we're going to go ahead with praise, says our first feedback for today, the infinite light, dear infinite people, please crush and eliminate this coronavirus for good. Thank you, infinite light. Amen. That was the feedback we got. Very high words over here. And, um, okay, so we're going to have someone ask a question now, thanks to Rabbi Ralph Cohen. We'll start with him, and who's going to ask the questions for the Rav in, he in Hebrew, and then we're going to translate, and then after a few of the oh, wonderful questions that we appreciate so much, we're heading to Mordechai ben Abraham and his appreciated presence. Please. So, I שהשם יכול לשלוח את הרפואות של הבן אדם בתוך הלחם ומים. אז שואלים פה שהאם יותר טוב לאכול בריא ולהתפלל להשם, או לקחת ויטומינים וזה. אז קודם כל, מה שכתוב, זה לא רבי נאמר וסוב אומר, זה כתוב בחומש, בחמישה חומשות טובות, כתוב ככה כפסוק, ברכתי את להמך ואת ממך, so they asked here that Rabbi Nachman says that a person could get his healings in his water and bread and water that he eats. So they want to know, should they take vitamins or they should eat healthy food and pray and trust in Hashem? So Rabbi Arsh is answering us now that it goes back before, even before the Rabbi Nachman says this, it says in the Pasuk, that Hashem blesses your bread and your water and get rid of all your uh, your ailments and bring you a complete healing. Rabbi Nachman explains how exactly he could get the the healing and the and the the that you're looking for through the way that you're eating. It's obvious that a person can't eat harmful foods. Person can eat food, uh, have in their food food coloring and very high sugar and bad sugars and different bad flowers that are not good for you. There are many things that are really, really harmful for us to eat. 
שאפילו בשבת אסור לאכול דברים מזיקים. רבי נחמן teaches us that even on Shabbat, on Saturday we can't eat harmful and things that, that hurt us. באמת התפללתי להבין מה שרבי understand the, the message of this idea that even on Shabbat we can't eat harmful things. <laughs> Technically it's, it's supposed to have pleasure on Shabbat. <laughs> Technically you should be able to have chocolate and different things that really are harmful for us. With the excuse that it's Onik Shabbat, the pleasure of Shabbat, to have a good time. So Hashem helped him understand why really you can't have it on Shabbat. Hashem created the world that there should be nature. According to nature, there's certain foods that are, yes, harmful for us. So you want Hashem to change the nature for you that it shouldn't harm you? We can't force Hashem to change nature for us unless it has something that could help for the service of Hashem. So therefore a person that eats harmful things, there's another thing that's going to harm him. Even if you have it on Shabbat. Hashem doesn't change the, the regular nature of things just for this. There are, of course, things that Hashem created that are very, very helpful for us and are healthy for us. The truth is, the Rabbi has a book called Hashem Lofecha about healing. And in that book, there's many important ideas on how to have a healthy lifestyle. The rabbi gives a big blessing to everyone that they should have a complete healthy recovery fast. Amen. Amen. So thank you so much for sending that wonderful question. And we hear the wonderful words from our Rav, Rav Shlita, and our wonderful translator, Rav Rav Cohen. We'd like to mention he does have, Baruch Hashem, a long list of amazing inspirational videos on the Pasha and Chizuk in Amuna. We recommend you going to Rav Rav Cohen on our VOD, on our breslov.co.al website. And please God, we'll eventually have them also on the other platforms. But for now, that's where you need to go to find Rav Rav Cohen. And we share those links on our platforms. We just want to thank again for the Rav. He mentioned his books. We are giving every person who comes to speak here. This is just a little motivation for those out there. We give 10 Svarim to usually we sell them. <laughs> but on this platform, 
We're giving them away 10 svarim from the Rav to the people who join us. So far, Nissan Black walked away with 10 svarim from the Rav's Garden of Muna series. And please God, Rav uh, Katz and for his Kihilo as well, which some Katz. And we thank them both for coming very much. I myself was here and yet didn't get the 10, but Baruch Hashem, I have access to the svarim. And I have the schus to be working and seeing that all of you can join on a daily level and connect in. We've got wonderful sales in Judaica, and you can join us on bresev.co.il for all the wonderful svarim and chizuke rabim that's there. So we was, we want to go next to our next question from um, Rabraf Cohen. We'll read it out, and uh, we keep the names anonymous just to keep everyone, um, you know, in a positive way. As Rabraf spoke mentioned a few classes back, we recommend listening again. He mentioned that was the more anonymous, the more we can just be machazik. We don't have to say the name. So uh, we apologize if we don't mention your name, but we'd rather just keep it in a very positive way. So let's hear, please. Okay, the next question. So this lady wants to do six hours of personal prayer with Hashem on the topic of not being married and to have healthy teeth. She did in the past on financial help and she said that she saw that it helped her, it took a little while. But she sees that she's accepting her situation, that she's not married yet, she became more religious, she's more uh, modest. And she wants to ask the rabbi for help and show her how to do a proper six hours. חוק של תודה. חוק, חוק, חוק אומר, אומרים תודה, מתבטלים כל הצלות. So, in regards to marriage, there's a, there's a new rule that the Rabbi made, something called the Chok HaToda, the rule of saying thank you. You say that, and you'll have all the Yeshuot and salvations that you need. מתבטלים כל הצלות. There's no more, no more things harmful in your life. על הזיווג, יהיה על הזיווג. You need a, need a, need a soulmate, you'll find your soulmate. How exactly do we do this law of thanks? First of all, we start off the 15 minutes that we say, Thank you, Hashem, till today I didn't get married yet. 100% it's for the best, 100% for the best. Because Hashem only does good for His children, His daughter. If this is what Hashem did, it's the best. So therefore, you should continue on this note of 15 minutes of saying thank you. Then we say eight times the Hundredth chapter in Tehillim is more <laughs> And then we're hoping that she'll have that you'll have a uh, a wedding very very soon. Please, uh, we ask everyone to send your questions. Keep 
sharing the wonderful links of what we're doing. Soon we're going to introduce our special guest and we're going to go to our next question from um, Anonymous from, and Ralph Cohen will read it for us. Thank you. Okay, this one is, I have a question. If a family member is naturally negative and they continue to bring their negativity to you, what does the Torah say to do? And how can we help this person? Um, the person, you know, like you, you have like, um, you have seeds and you have a root and you have a trunk and you have branches and you have leaves. A person shouldn't just look at the fruit. They should look at the seed of that person and see what they're going through in their life and to see and, and uh, develop empathy for the fact that they're struggling and, and they're going through negativity. Person that's good for him in life, he he's, gives over good. Someone that acts bad, he, it's bad. He's having a bad time, a hard time. Someone that's very close to you in the family, whether it's a parent, a child, a sibling. So if it's someone that you, you build a relationship with, so it really hurts you that this person is uh, acting bad. So the rabbi says, again, to use the, the law of saying thank you for 15 minutes, not to say thank you that the person is bad, but say thank you that the suffering that I'm going through because of the situation I am with a sibling, with a parent, with a, with a child. And to start to pray for them that they should be more positive. If it's it's obviously it's hard to be around such a person that's negative. So if you can be able to limit the time that you're around them, it would also have a positive effect for you. Okay. So we want to thank again for these wonderful questions and answers. And we're going to go into a little bit of a change up. We'd like to introduce Mordechai in a moment. 
and we're just going to give a bit of more feedback, really positive feedback. People spoke about in the last two classes that we had a real feeling of peace and unity, and they also appreciated the music, the Shlomo Katz, the Rav also. We're going to be in Benham at Sarim, so we're not going to be able to have music, unfortunately. So we have to wait till wonderful guests like potentially Alex Clare, or um, we have a few other well-known people, hopefully Rev Ginsburg and other wonderful people will have some music and energy. Joseph Daniel, people are interested in coming here and speaking and, and singing with the Rav. And the person wrote, it felt really good. And thank you also for the translations. So that's a big thanks to Rabbi Elgord. He should be here soon, hopefully another week or two. And we're, in the meanwhile, we really thank Rav Cohen filling in for that. And another feedback is that the third one, the Brestle of English, has been such a brocha to me. Thank you so much, Rav Oresh and Rabbi Katz and this in black for all the beautiful energy and music. I need to say this last week. I had a major car accident and we lost our car. In that very minute when I knew everyone was OK, I thanked Hashem for allowing our car to be destroyed to keep us safe. We have no car anymore, but we are live. Baruch Hashem. Praise Hashem. So that's the feedback. A miracle. Maybe you have a to the rough. Shem, shalim, shalim. So the rest of the questions we have right now here are really to do with conversion and making aliyah. We do have a question is, why is the United States of America such a global focus in the end of days? And we have a question number six, which if Ralph would read out, uh, Rabbi Ralph, Rabbi Ralph Cohen would read out to us and give us a little bit of a return to the issues we discussed with Nissan Black. And it does continue to be an issue um, politically and physically and practically in the world. And we'd like to discuss it further with Mordechai Ben Avram. So please read question six. Six. So does the Rav believe if the anti-Black and anti-Jewish issue was dealt with together, both would be resolved much, much sooner than dealing with them separately. There's another similar question this week, and I want to know what the rabbi has on this. קודם כל, דיברנו על זה שאנחנו מאוד מצטערים שעושים את האפליה. אנחנו, אנחנו היהודים, כשאנחנו יודעים בזה ש... את ה... שיש את ה... ממש את השנאה הזאת וכל ה... אנחנו גם יכולים להבין את ה... בני אדם האלה שהם... הקהל של השחורים שהם באמת גם הם נרדפים, והם גם, יש להם, אני מבין, אפשר להבין את הצער שלהם. אז בוודאי צריכים להסביר לכל ה... שאדם בעולם הזה אין לו מה להתגאות. אם אתה לבן, לא אתה בלטת את עצמך לבן. אתה יכול להתגאות ממה שאתה עשית. אתה לא רוצה לראות ממה שהבורא עשה. תסביר את זה. אז הרבי אומר לנו שזה מרגיש הרבה, ובאופן כלשהו אנחנו יכולים להרגיש את הפעם. 
because of all the anti-Semitism that we feel, we could feel the pain of, of our brothers. And what they're going through, and we have to explain to people, the rabbi is saying, is that, that no one could feel, oh, I'm white, so I'm better than you, or I'm a different uh, nationality, so I'm better than you, because everyone was created from Hashem, and this is something that Hashem put in you, something that you could be haughty about? No. Something that Hashem gave it to you, something that you accomplished, that's something that maybe you could, uh, you could try to be, have, uh, have feelings about that, but to say that, oh, I'm this and I was created that, is all from Hashem. שהם חכמים, ועושים הרבה דברים לא טובים לעולם. הנה דוגמה, אנחנו מכירים את ניסנברג, שהוא עושה דברים חשובים לעולם, משמח את העולם. So, for example, what can a person feel good about himself? So, the rabbi gives an example from Nisenberg that he, he does for the world, or someone that's smart. There's many smart black people. They're very, there's very, uh, learned black people and we see that they do stuff for the world that's something that they could feel good about and that's something that they could have a, a good feeling about you can't feel all haughty about something that you didn't do only something that you worked on and you accomplished that's something that you could feel that you did something no <laughs> People are haughty, they say that they're white. You're haughty that you're white. What does that have to do with you? It's something that Hashem created. You worked on yourself, you became a lawyer, you're able to help people, or you're a doctor. Something that you actually did to help society, that's something that you could feel good about yourself. So we want to introduce now with Mordechai the Rav. He's asking Mordechai ben Avram, Yosef ben Avram. Let's forget the Yosef. He has joined us, thank God. I met, personally met him, I think about a bit more than a year ago, and someone who's inspired us online and in person. We had the pleasure to host him, please God, many times more again in the future for Shabbos. And he's someone, Baruch Hashem, who's part of a, a, a yeshiva or Sameach, which I personally went to myself, and has become a rabbinical student there, who's on a high level of learning, thank God. And we've seen over the years, he's going to give a lot of intro to himself and then answer this very tough question that definitely is front page. And I want to include one more question that we mentioned before, why the USA is such a focus as well with this question. Yes, um, like I said, thank you for being here with the Rav. It's an honor to, to be here and, and to share space with him. And thank you, Rav Cohen. Um, and Ellie, who's been a tremendous support mechanism from the time I met him. Um, 
Like I said, my name is Mordecai Ben Abraham. I'm from Los Angeles. I've been living in Mer Sharim uh, for almost like the last four years. Been learning learning yeshiva. Um, but to uh, answer uh, the the question, um, you know, we have to we have to have love. You know, um, we have to have love for for everybody. When I say love. It's, it's to see that, like the Rav was saying, like, we're all Selim Elohim. We're all, we're all connected. We're all made in the image of Hashem. And when Hashem creates a, a challenge in the world, that we shouldn't just look at another person's challenge as being separate than us, or our challenge as being isolated to us, but to see all the challenges as being all connected and all being one challenge. And I think as we see you know, the challenges that Hashem gives us. Hashem gives us these challenges as a bracha. It's not, it's not, it's not, um, it may be difficult and you may suffer, but everything Hashem gives us is a bracha. And, and, that, and the challenges that we have is a bracha. And we should thank Hashem for our challenges and look to see, like, why, how can we grow as a person? How can we, how can we, how can we go to a higher level? How can we experience more of life? through our challenges. And I, and I think the more that we see the, the challenges that we have as, as being collected, connected to everyone, and as them being a bracha from Hashem, that the, the challenges will, will go away. We may have new challenges, but that, that challenge will leave us. But וכולם חשובים אצל הבורא. ואז אמר, צריכים לעודד אותם, לחזק אותם, שגם הם יעשו, ילמדו ויעשו דברים טובים, ואז יהיה... יש הרבה שחורים שהם הגיעו לדברים גדולים. זה מאוד חשוב להביא את זה, לכן זה אין אדם בא להתגאות משהו שהוא יותר טוב מהשני בדבר אז מה אם אתה לבן? אתה טיפש. The more love we give them and the more chizuk and strengthen them and give them a good word and build them up, that's important. If a person is, is a, a white and they're, they're dumb, they're not any better off. So it has nothing to do with that. Like we said again, and he emphasizes again, that we're all Hashem's creation and Hashem loves each and every one of us. And He believes in each and every one of us. But it's our job not to put down the other one and to continue to build them up and strengthen them. And then we'll find a better solution if we're getting along better.
So we, we have the pleasure that Mordechai ben Avraham also made Aliyah, and we have spoke about Aliyah in our previous class, also with Nissen Black as well. It's obviously something on people's minds with the current crisis or challenge that we'd rather call it, as Mordechai so well put. And we'd also like to ask Mordechai now to ask the Rav some questions that he has as a rabbinical student to Mavakesh Maharav. He wants to ask a Rav some very important questions. I've heard them before, and I'm very happy to hear from the Rav the vision of what he's going to ask. So please, go ahead. Again, and thank you, Rav, for having me. Um, so, like, in the world today, you, you see, like, all these uh, different movements, you know, different ideas, government, politics. And the, my question is, it's from uh, a Hasidus, from a Breslov perspective, what what is the ultimate uh, reality we should aspire for? We, we know what the world is saying, but what is the, the hashkafa that the world should aspire to all nations you jewish non-jewish what should we aspire to in 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 a way what is it what would it, what does it look like Person's main goal should have a, a connection with Hashem. How can a person have a connection with Hashem, his creator? When you talk to him. We're connected to you now. Because the Rav is talking to you. If we're all just sitting here quietly, there's no connection going on here. A connection means to talk. Therefore, the word tefillah could also mean a, a chibur, a connection. Hmm. Rabbi Nachman teaches us that the main source of connection to Hashem is through prayer. Also, the Nefesh Haim explains similarly that that tefillah and prayer is the the connection and the and that that closest to Hashem that we could feel in our life. Any creation in this world has to have a connection with the Creator. We have to know everything that we have in this world all belongs to our Creator. Anything that we have pleasure from has to do with Hashem, our Creator. You have pleasure from the chair that you're sitting on. The Rabbi says, thank you, Hashem, for the chair that you're sitting on. 
Thank you for the table in front of me that I'm having pleasure from. From the electricity. The water. For every single breath. Number one, we have to start saying thank you. And to start to ask Hashem. Help me. And anything that you need in your life. We have to start living our life that we have one address for all our problems in this world. Anything, not even a problem. Only Hashem, only our Creator. Let's start connecting to Him. And if every single creation would have a connection with their Creator, everyone would be good. All bad stems from the fact that we're not connected with our Creator. Why is a person bad? Because he's not connected to Hashem, our Creator. So therefore our goal and our yearning should be to have a connection with Hashem. That's number one. Hashem helped the rabbi write a sefer called The Garden of, of Emunah. That's universal for the whole world. Everyone should try to get your hands on this book, and this book will bring you to a connection with Hashem, your Creator. And if a person merits to take ten books to give them out, he can ask Hashem for something in his life that he needs or something that he's lacking, and the rabbi promises that they'll have a salvation. This is something that this makes Hashem the most happy. You give, you give someone, your friend, your book, and they're connected with Hashem. Thank you, Hashem. Thank you, Hashem. <laughs> so we have from the Rav, Boch Hashem, a vision that we have a Muna and, and speaking to the Bore, Olam, that's what we're doing here in our Muna class. We have that vision on a constant level on our, all our platforms. And of course, in the Garden of Amuna series, you can go to breastof.co.il to get those 10 swar and those 10 books to give out to people. You can purchase them for other people, for other schools, for yeshivas, for all kinds of programs. There's Universal Garden of Amuna. It doesn't have to just be the Jewish programs. It could be for anybody. We want to go to another question from Mordechai Ben Avram, and we want to thank him again for coming. And we also recommend you to go to his channels, his, his, uh, his social media, he has a lot of Amuna there as well. He's sharing it, especially with being in Eretz Yisrael and all the Viserus Nefesh. He's, he's given up his time to be in, in learning and to be able to share the Torah with not just the, the Haredi world, but in all kinds of people. He's featuring on many programs. 
and he's also a good friend of many of our good friends. So we'd like to hear his second question, please. Yes, um, we hear so much about the Boshintov, and he's so big, he's so humongous. And then we hear about Rabbi Nachman, and and now we see Breslov is all over the world. So how do we understand Boshintov, like a, a simple person like myself? Like how do I understand? Someone as great as Balshentov and his impact on Rabbi Nachman and, and Breslov. The light of the Balshentov and his impact on Rabbi Nachman and Breslov. The Baal Shem Tov was the first person to bring down the light of a new path of Hasidut, it's called. He is the father of the Hasidic movement. All the Hasidic groups you find till this day, Satmar, Chabad, anything, all has to start with the Baal Shem Tov. Every single foundation and the base of every single Hasidic movement all starts from the Baal Shem Tov. When Hashem created the world, He wanted everyone to go on the right path of life. There were always great righteous men. And Hashem wanted that the regular simple people should listen to the righteous leaders of the generation. If, in truth, the whole world, everyone would listen to the rabbis, the world would be a beautiful world. Not only do, do we not listen, but we want to kill them and we harass them. We see this in the Torah, till Noah came around, and even Noah, they wanted to kill him. Our forefather Abraham, they threw him into the fiery furnace. Hashem saved Abraham, and he, he was the first one to spread the light of Hashem's that Hashem is running the world, that there's a Creator. But he wasn't so successful. He did so much, he worked so hard, he had people coming over, he fed them, he gave them a place to sleep, he gave them everything they needed, but it didn't, it didn't stay for a long time. 
So therefore Hashem had to bring the Torah to the world. This Avraham Avinu was before the Torah. Now that the, the Torah, everyone could open it up and learn for themselves. Now that we actually have a physical Torah in the world, so everyone could start, and they do, they live a, a better life. And this each and every one of us should try to want to spread this light to the world. But at the end of the day, we didn't have what we had till now to what we have now in our generation. Rabbi Natan of Breslov, the main disciple of Rabbi Nachman, explained that to, to make one book took so much effort and work, trying and trying, many, many hours. Nowadays, to print a book, it's so easy. Everything is easier to have CDs, to have... Now we could spread the light of Imuna. Right now, we're doing it to the whole world. So now, now is the time that we have to step up to spread it and do our job to, to spread as much as we can and we will have the final redemption. Amen. Amen. So the good fortune we have is we've actually managed to move quicker than we hoped and we have opportunity to have Monokhle Ben Afram ask a final question um, one more than we thought. So we got a third question. Yeah, we're here. Good. And we'd also like to thank again everyone for tuning in, the whole team here, Brez of Israel and all our supporters over the years have made this possible. I see this as a growing opportunity. We've already had over 100,000 viewers in total with all the listeners and all the audio platform of Brez of Israel podcast. Very exciting how much this is growing. And we want again, I'll give you the opportunity to share to give feedback, to ask questions. You can email me. We also can book any of these guests as well for other events. We're here, we're welcome to participate. I myself am able to facilitate that. Have my information always posted in all the posts generally. And we'd like to go to our final question with a big thank you, Hashem, for a wonderful so far class. And we'll start Messiah with Mordechai Ben Abraham, final question. Yes. Um... We, we see so many people, you know, coming to Judaism, a lot of Garim, a lot of people want to convert. And so my question is, is, you know, what is the role of a Ger in the Jewish world? Like, what is our, what is our role, role? Like, what should we aspire to do? And also, why does the Torah define us as a Ger ascetic? Like, what, what, what did, 
why 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 do we what's this association with being ascetic and, and what's our role in the Jewish world? There's something that we have an equal denominator throughout the whole world, Jewish, non-Jewish, which is emuna. Really, a Gentile doesn't have to go and convert. There are seven special positive commandments uh, mitzvot that he has that he can rise to very high levels through completing these seven mitzvot and he doesn't have to go through the conversion process. Like we said, the, the first one is to speak to Hashem, have personal prayer, to connect to Hashem, emunah. The rabbi personally knows many Gentiles that do one hour of personal prayer every single day. The rabbi constantly touches base with them and they keep on going with the rabbi's books, with the Garden of Amuna, with the in forest fields. So for the world at large, they only have seven mitzvot. But for us Jews, we have 613 mitzvot. And there are some Gentiles that have a burning fire to want to keep all the 613 mitzvot. So the ones that want want to connect to the 613 commandments and to the Torah itself. So the rabbi, if they come and they ask the rabbi, he says, do where you're holding in life. You're holding in life. You Hashem made you a Gentile. Do your seven mitzvot and why should you want to convert? But if a person is stubborn and strong and says, no, I want to do everything, so the rabbis will, yes, they see that he has a, a strong desire and they will let him go through the, the gerut process. Why is it called a ger sedek? The Torah calls it a ger sedek. Because the word sedek means emet, truth. Because 
Because really, technically, Hashem didn't create him a Jew. He created him a Gentile, and he's not obligated at all with the 630 mitzvot, just with his seven. But the person says to himself, I love Hashem, and I want to complete, and I want to do all the 613 commands, and I want to connect and learn Hashem's Torah. That's what makes him a Ger Tzedek, a truthful convert. Because he chooses the truth and the Tzedek, which is the word of Emet, of truth, of the world itself. Rabbi Akiva ya ben Gerim. Rabbi Meir Baranes ben Gerim. The rabbi is saying that there's no there's no protection here. Avram Avinu was a, was a was a convert. Rabbi Akiva was the son of a convert. Even Rabbi Meir Baranes, we all hear of him. He was also came from a convert. Ruth the Moavia Gerat Sebeke. Ruth the Moavite is a ger also a convert. King David, the king of all all Jewish people also came from a convert. Unkelus Agel. Unkelus who wrote the, the explanation Aramaic on this. Every single week we learn his book that he wrote on the Bible, on the Torah. person that's a guess that he could rise up to be the highest person. Rabbi Akiva was the greatest person of the whole world. The whole, any Torah that we have nowadays is all due to the fact of Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva himself, he came from converts. There's no protection. Even if you're a convert, you could rise to be the greatest person of the generation. Just like Rabbi Akiva, everyone of his generation was Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, the holy Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai was a, was a disciple of Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yossi, all the Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yossi, they're all disciples of Rabbi Akiva. It turns out that he was the greatest person in the whole world. So Gerim have their their mission in this world is to teach the whole world faith, emuna. When a person was a non-Jew, they could, people are more susceptible to accept things that he has to say more than even the rabbi himself is saying. Because the rabbi was one of us. Right. So the convert could tell his fellow friends that are still Gentiles, say, I was like one of you, and I, I saw the light now, I feel it, I have this connection with our Creator now. 
And I see the, 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 the crazy good light of this light. Why don't you come and join it and see what's, what's here to offer? So this is the very special test that they have here in this world to spread the light to all the Gentiles. Bigger than any the rabbi could do himself. Any last words from Mordechai ben Avram? I just wanted to say the rabbi, I told him earlier, um, before I converted, um, I was reading different Jewish books, and the first book that I ever read was his book, Garden of Peace, and it gave me a completely new way of looking at relationships and and life, and I, and I just want to thank him for writing that safer, and it's just impacting my life, and I'm just very grateful to be here with him right now. <laughs> the rabbi is happy that he learned the Garden of Peace first, but he said he should have learned the Garden so of Emunah first. He's going with 10 Svarim. Yes, he's leaving here with all the Svarim of the Rav, at least the 10 of them. So we want to thank again everyone for joining us for Shalom Oresh with special guests like Mordechai Ben Avram. And we're looking forward to next week, please God, we should be able to meet here without any problems with Corona. Should be, shouldn't hold us back from doing our holy avodah of sharing Amuna with the Rav. And we want to thank, obviously, Rav Ralph Cohen, an excellent translation. And we want to continue, please God, to go ahead strong with such wonderful people. And we'll sing and we'll end up the class. The rabbi is turning to everyone that's with us. Everyone should pray very, very strong. Every single day. At least 15 minutes. That they should ask Hashem. That the coronavirus should disappear from the world. Because it, it gets in the way of Rabbi Nachman's Rosh Hashanah. May Hashem, may Hashem get rid of the whole coronavirus and we should all meet in Uman Rosh Hashanah this year. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Hashem. Thank you, Hashem. Thank you. Ellie, could I, could I have a picture with the Rav before I leave?
Choose a picture for the cover. You choose the cover. Wait a second. Uh,